Hey kids, the program you're about to listen to contains some adult situations, adult language, themes, and other adult topics. If you're easily offended, this show's not for you. Casbo Rants. Holy shit, fuck, are you shitting me? No fucking way, you've lost your fucking mind. Sweet mother of Christ, what's wrong with you? No, fuck shit, son of a damn it. Get over it. Unfucking believable. Casba rants. Let's go. Hey, you crazy motherfuckers. Welcome back to another edition of Casba's Rants. I'm Casba, or K, the K part of I'm Cole, part of the rants. And we're here with season three, episode 90, making the way to 100 with our new rant for the week. So let's jump right into the excitement of what we want to talk about today. So, uh,. Oh, first, I'm going to give a quick shout-out. <laughs> it's my first time doing this. Episode 90. forgot to give my sponsors. Uh, quick shout-out to our sponsors. Uh, number one, Smart Swingers Read. What do they read? They read ASN Lifestyle Magazine. Check it out today, asnlifestylemagazine.com. If you want to know what's going on in the adult world and the swinger world, that's the place to go get it. ASN Lifestyle Magazine. Three million readers can't be wrong. Check them out today. Also, don't forget, you love Facebook but hate the rules? Smutify.com, S-M-U-T-T-Y-F-Y.com, Smutify. Check them out today. Uh, you can, when you get there, find Crazy Casper, join our group. It is all the fun of Facebook without the rules. And Nightcaps. We are proud to be uh, partnered with Nightcaps. The Drink Spiking Prevention Scrunchie. Help keep your friends and family members safe when they go out and protect against being roofied with nightcaps.com. Don't forget to use the promo code nightcap10-casba inc to get your discount on that product today. Uh, and finally, our good friends at Promescent. Check them out uh, for all of your sexual, male and female sexual wellness needs. Promescent.com. Check them out today. Get your discount and see what we can do for you. All right, so let's get going and talk about what uh, what is on my topic on my agenda for this evening. It's a little rant. You know, here's the unique thing about the lifestyle. It has went to a place where more and more and more and more uh, meet and greets and events in general are being held, are obviously getting bigger, for one, than maybe, say, when, you know, 10 years ago or 20 years ago. Number two, there's more of them at vanilla establishments, actual vanilla bars, actual vanilla establishments, completely vanilla. And that's why we do so much. We talk so much about lifestyle and how to behave and how to act and, and not being outed and not outing ourselves and the whole nine yards. But I want to talk about another aspect of this. And this is a cautionary tale uh, because we just saw this happen. It just came up on our own, uh, in our own groups, and we were able to sniff it out and stop it. Uh, and there's, and I want to explain the positives and the negatives here and, and, and kind of go, go from there. But this is really about stopping and fucking thinking before you go places, okay? Because it is up to you to make sure you're safe. You need to protect yourself. So what the scenario turned out to be, and, and this is happening a lot. As, as Look, as, as being in the lifestyle is more out there, more open. I'm not going to say accepted, but it's more out there, more open. There's more people that know. There's more people that know somebody in the lifestyle people have friends 
So what happens is, hey, you know what? We're in the lifestyle. I have a friend that has a bar. So to try to help my one friend out, I'm going to say, hey, look, we'd like to come to our meet and greets at your place. Support, you know, we're going to, I'm going to support my friends, whatever. Uh, great thing to do. That's the way the business world works. Makes sense. But what happens or can happen is that whether we, look, we all want to go, well, the, we're not, it's not about making money in the lifestyle, which is bullshit. But anyways, the lifestyle is we are a cash cow wherever we go. I mean, we need to understand that. Let's face it. When, think about the last meet and greet you went to. How much money did you spend? Even if the meet and greet was free, how much money did you spend on drinks or at dinner the night before or at or at the liquor store if it was a BYOB event that you went to the liquor store and dinner and whatever or outfits or theme costume themes or whatever the 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 lifestyle we are the golden goose if you know anything about the demographics of the lifestyle you understand the demographics are 38 to 55 as a standard age as a general rule and average household income is like one hundred and seventy-five to two hundred thousand dollars. I mean, it, it, it's like a marketer's dream of money, in theory. So think about this. Think about the last time. How hard is it? How really difficult is it if it's you and your spouse, you significant other, whatever, to go out at a meet and greet? Now, I'm not talking getting train wrecked, just wasted, stupid, drunk, going to a meet and greet and drop having a fifty dollar bar bill between the two of you. Depending on the the cost of the drinks, not very damn hard. Fifty or a hundred dollar bar bill. So now take that. Take that. Let's just take a. Let, let's just split that. Well, we'll stick with fifty for easy numbers, okay? And there's. We'll say that there is. Uh, so fifty dollars a couple, and we're gonna say that there is twenty couples there. All right. So that's a thousand dollars. That's a pretty good. That's a pretty good uh, chunk of change for a bar on a, any given night, even on a weekend. That's a pretty good chunk of change to drop in, and for a group of people to come in there and drop a thousand dollars in drinks. And we all know that some people are going to hit fifty, some people are going to hit twenty, and some people are going to hit one hundred and fifty. Uh, so I mean, there's a whole range, right? So that's just an average. So we're a cash machine for these establishments. Now, if you have any brains about yourself and you own a business in the lease, you're going to go, wait a minute, hello. And you're going to try to figure out a way to get more business. Again, none of these things are wrong. At this point in time, there's nothing wrong with it. In fact, it's good business. If you're a bar owner and you have a meet and greet that comes in there, yeah, you're going to want to do things to, to be swinger friendly i mean yes there's a there's a risk factor you don't get known as a swingers bar but you're gonna do things because that's a good chunk of change why wouldn't you but here's where it steps over the line and this is where the the problem becomes these vanilla establishments and you couple that with inexperience of putting on events and inexperience of understanding how the lifestyle goes and somebody just trying to help somebody else out. And next thing you know, you've got a fucking bar that is shutting down, closing the doors on Friday night, and going to try to fucking really go for the big bucks. What do I mean by go for the big bucks? Well, their friends that are in the lifestyle are going to say, hey, let me add you to these pages. Let me add you to these groups so then you can advertise your photography services. You can add you, advertise your bar business. You can advertise your whatever. 
to swingers. Just act like a swinger. There's the first problem. They start getting in these and they see these things. Well, you know what? You get known as a, a, uh, uh, a good photographer, a boudoir photographer. A lot of money to be made in the lifestyle. Just saying. But let's say you get known as a bar or a uh, hall, banquet hall. You're looking at these other events that that charge admission to get in, and you're you start doing your math, and all of a sudden, instead of just one that thousand dollars, well, you know what? You see, there's more money to be made there, and you want to hammer it home. So the next thing you know, you have a bar closing their bar down for a private party on a Friday, charging admission to get in, charging for drinks at the bar. And then they know, well, what are swingers want? They want to be able to play on site. Well, then we're going to go ahead and say you can do whatever you want because the doors will be closed. We'll block off the windows. It'll be all great. And it puts out there. And this is the part that becomes a problem. If you know anything, if you're an event planner in the lifestyle, depending on where you're at, whatever, you know the rules and laws in your area, or you bettered, because if you don't, you run the risk of going to jail, getting busted, get having a serious problem. The question I put out there, do you as a participant know what the rules are or the laws are? Because the reality of it is to say, well, I'm trusting them to put it on. It's not my problem. Yes, it is your problem. This becomes the challenge. Let me explain that scenario that I just went through. Here's what's really funny in the state that we're in. By doing that, it is absolutely illegal to have an event where you charge for liquor and their sexual activity in a bar. And it doesn't matter if you're closed for a private party or not. You will lose your liquor license. But more importantly, when you charge admission and you have that, that's prostitution and sex trafficking. So I want you to take a minute to think about this. Do you want to take and be at the event and be at the party when the police raid it so that your name can be in the local paper on the local internet for prostitution or sex trafficking. I'm outed. My whole family knows what I do, whatever. And I don't want that kind of publicity. Do you? I'm going to go with probably not. Would your job be real thrilled to have it found out that on Saturday night or Friday night you got arrested for prostitution or sex trafficking? I'm going to go with no. Interesting food for thought. See, what happens is we take, again, I, we've preached this before, and I'm going to go back to this message because this is really what this message is about. Us taking ownership for our own accountability and actions in the lifestyle. We are responsible for us. We are responsible. You cannot put all that responsibility or just assume that the event planner or the, the people put on the event actually are taking the responsibility and actually know what's going on. Now, they should. If there are any type of quality event planner putting on a quality event, they should. We take a lot of pride in that in, in, in our CASBA events. But each and every one of us should be aware of what's going on. There used to be a bar in a town that we went to that they had a place that people could go play with. It's not supposed to be on-site premise, but their their logic was if they ever got busted, well, because you could lock the door from the inside, they were going to go, we didn't know what was going on, the door was locked. I.e., they were going to throw your ass to the wolves. That sounds pretty interesting, doesn't it?
in the state of Nebraska, it is illegal to have a party that the primary purpose of that party is sex. Did you know that? If you live in the state of party here, you should. In the state of Iowa, if a police officer rolls up on you and you're taking a showing your titties and taking a, a picture with your titties out and a cop rolls up on you or you're taking a piss on the side of a building, you're going to get public decent and indecent exposure. You're going to get a small ticket. No big deal. If you're at a hotel and doing that and somebody looks out the window and calls the police because somebody saw you doing that, now you're on the sex offenders list. Did you know that? Should you? I would. And every state has those laws. Every state and city has those laws. Now, look, you don't have to be a lawyer to be able to go to a lifestyle event, but you have to stop and think a little bit. You have to you have to be responsible for you because let me tell you what, if your event planners or the events you're attending, if they don't know those laws, I promise you they will throw your ass straight to the they don't know you, you're just an attendee. They will throw your ass straight to the wolves. Did you know? This is full of did you knows. Did you know that the feds, if you are paying at the door to an event, they'll dub that as sex trafficking. Obviously the event promoter can get in trouble for sex trafficking and prostitution and also for evading taxes but also so can the people walking inside paying for it that is why we take an, and certain events are all prepaid interesting but whose ultimate responsibility is it if whose responsibility is it in a lifestyle to, to let your playmates know your rules it's yours whose ultimate responsibility is it in the lifestyle to make sure your std free yours whose responsibility is it to get tested yours whose responsibility is it to to stay within the guidelines and the rules of your relationship yours see how everything comes back to yours whose responsibility is it to, to understand and the concept of consent and not to break those rules yours do you see how this applies Whose responsibility is it to make sure you're safe in the lifestyle? Yours. It be, it's no different with events. None. Not in the single least. You have to have an understanding of what are their rules. Just because, look, it's, it's the same concept, you know, or we, we use this concept and it's really kind of funny. You go to an amusement park, right? And the reason it's always so shocking when someone gets severely injured or, God forbid, dies on a ride at an amusement park, the reason that's so shocking to us is we believe there is a, a set amount of safety and security that we can have in the fact that that ride is safe. Scary, yes, but that it's safe. That it has been inspected, that it is the people running it know how to run it, that it's been put together properly, that the restraints work. We have a reasonable expectation of safety. It, it's one of the things that's what's so funny. They deal with in national parks, and when when people get gored by buffalo in Yellowstone or or die in hiking in the Grand Canyon on dangerous stretches, where they say, "Hey, it's dangerous." Because they mistake the fact that at a zoo, we have a we have a certain implied set of safety because the animals are behind the cage. So we just assume people just make that assumption everywhere. So then they go out in the wild and try to pet a buffalo, and guess what happens? They get gored to death, and they can't believe why. Why well, I thought it'd be safe? Why this is not a zoo? 
It's the same damn thing. Same when somebody falls off a hiking cliff. It's like, no, this is not an amusement park. It's the same thing with the lifestyle. The riskier our behavior, the higher the risk of things happening. If we choose to have unprotect, unprotected sex, it's a riskier life. It's a riskier uh, activity. So the chances of STDs, the risk goes up. If, it, again, if you don't know the rules and, and the laws in your area and what is and is not okay, and you just assume that uh, that every party is going to be like mine, or every party is going to be like one that, that is, is well-versed in that, you are making a dangerous assumption. You're just waiting to get gored by the buffalo, so to speak. So now you're probably going, well, wait a minute. How do, my God, how do I know? I mean, this is just, I, you know... I, Maybe we shouldn't go to any events. What? Where does it draw the line? We're not trying to scare you. What we're trying to get you to do is to think. You need to look at an event and go, it Just I'm going to go back to the bar scenario for a situation. If in all of your life and all of your time in the lifestyle you've never heard about or seen a public bar that all of a sudden allows fucking in it, and all of a sudden they do, that's a red flag. If any time you've only seen play things happening at people's houses, at a hotel party, in hotel rooms, or whatever, then that that needs to be a red flag. You need to think about that. You can't just be like, ooh, something new, let's go do it. You, you, you have to think. And you have to go, ah, oh, wait a minute. Trust your gut a little bit. You need to be somewhat aware anytime... Look, when, when somebody new puts on an event that you have never... They've never done events before. Ask questions. Reach out. How many events have you put on? How long have you been in the lifestyle? What other events have you went to? There's nothing wrong with wanting to know a little bit about who the fuck is putting an event on. It, look, we all start somewhere. And I, I fully fully understand that and fully support that. You know, every... Some, Everybody had their first event that they did. But by the same token, and which is just fine, but there's nothing wrong with you as a participant wanting to know more about it. Okay, it's your first event, so what is your plan for security? What is your plan for safety? What is your plan for XYZ? There's nothing wrong with asking those questions. Much like going to the doctor, you, the days of going to the doctor and just whatever the doctor says, that's what you do. You have to take, are they over? You have to take responsibility for your health care. You have to ask questions. You've got to, if you don't agree with something, say, hey, wait, wait, that doesn't sound right. Or wait, I don't understand it. Or wait, I'm going to get a second opinion. It's the same in the lifestyle. You have the right to ask questions. And the event planners should be thrilled and happy to answer those questions for you. Because that means you're taking an interest. And if they've done their due diligence... They'll have those answers for you. Now, let me be perfectly clear here. You know what? You may ask a question, even somebody like me, that we've put on multiple events for several years now. You may ask a question that I've never thought of. And I may have to tell you, you know what? That's an excellent question. I don't know. But I'm going to tell you right now is I appreciate that question because that means there's an area that I can improve upon that I hadn't thought of. But I do know this, if you have a question of it, or I have a question of it, we're not the only ones. Other people do as well. So it means it's something I need to address and get better at. 
the lifestyle is not fun if you're doing something illegal and get busted all because you didn't know and let me tell you what it you're not going to get out of anything going but but i thought that they had it under control the judge is going to look at you and say you're an adult how did you not know You don't have plausible deniability because you're new or plausible deniability because you assumed. It doesn't work that way. And if you don't think that some place that's doing a shady event won't take and throw your ass under the bus, you've lost your fucking mind. But a lot of that can be avoided by simply asking questions. If you're a new somebody putting on a new event... And you have a great idea. You go, why has no one done this before? Do some research. Let me help you out with this. Do some damn research. You know what? There's only so many ways to reinvent the wheel. And obviously, there will always be something that somebody goes, wow, why didn't anybody ever think of this before? Rock on. But maybe they thought of it, but it wasn't legal to do. So before you just assume you've come up with the greatest, latest, next best thing, do some research to make sure you've come up with something that's legal. And be ready to answer questions about yourself and about your event and, and why it's legal and what, be able to quote how you know it's legal and how you, where you've come up with your information. Don't just, you know, well, somebody told me, no, 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 look it up, do the, do the due diligence. The people that go to the event will appreciate it. Look, if they've changed the laws in the state, maybe the laws that I know about in the state are different than the, the new ones. I tend to follow those pretty close, but you never know. I could have missed one. We all can. So, hey, great news. But share that information. Don't let the greed get to you. Because uh, I promise, you put on an event and you fuck over poor innocent people that just want to have a good time. Uh, you're dead. You're toast. You're done. Done a lifestyle. And folks, if you are someplace that you're listening because you're not really a swinger, but you're trying to get into it, or you have businesses, friends that are not swingers, but want to tap into the lifestyle market, there's nothing wrong with that. Honesty. Honesty is always the best policy in every part of the lifestyle. There's nothing wrong with saying, hey, we're not in the lifestyle. We want to be lifestyle friendly. Look, you don't have to be uh, homosexual or a lesbian or you know anything or transgender to be supportive of those communities, and to say, hey, we want to be supportive of uh, the gay and lesbian community and the transgender community. We want to be supportive. You don't have to be that to be that way. But be honest. It would be very offensive to fake being gay to try to get into with the the the, the gay lifestyle to collect the gay dollars, so to speak. Right? Be honest. It's the same with swingers. and same with that life, this lifestyle. Be legit. That's all you have to do. In the meantime, keep watching out for yourself. Take care of yourselves. Don't assume. Always figure the only person that's going to look out for your best interest is you. You've heard me say it before. You'll hear me say it again. This rant's over.